Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening and welcome back to another episode today. Probably controversial, but why God wants you to be rich? Why would God want you to be rich? Well, I think he does. And um, you have to decide for yourself if that's true. So we're going to jump right in to the first mention, the first mention where God doesn't have to use these kinds of words. God doesn't use these kinds. God, we use these kinds of words rich. Is God rich? God has everything. So to us, that's rich. But to God, he just has it all. So if we start from the very beginning, the very first time riches was mentioned, but not in the frame that we would we would look at it. If we look at from the first time riches was mentioned, that means God wants us. God just puts that in our environment. So before I jump into this now, I'm not a Bible scholar and I don't profess to be one. You should definitely study for yourself. You should definitely go and find the stuff in there and look at it and study it and ask for the Lord to give you guidance. Um, but I have learned from some Bible scholars something called the law of first mention. And when something is mentioned the first time, that is the that's kind of like the original way that you should see it now. And everything is going to tie back to the first time it was mentioned. So I say that because the first time riches is being introduced into the experience is in Genesis. And it's in Genesis chapter two. Now, I think earlier this week or one of the podcasts, we talked about Genesis chapter two and verse five. Why did God create man? Why did he do that? Why did God create man? God created man so that so that man could manage the work that he did. And then 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 man would actually go behind him and do work. See, we think man's job was just to, you know, till the ground and, you know, and to simply just to dress the garden. No, that was that was like the starter job. That was to get started learning. Kind of like you got to learn about creation before you can start creating. So man had to learn about creation first. Once he learned about creation, then man would create himself. Chapter two and verse five says that man was created to work the ground. Man was created to manage the garden for him. Now, in the same chapter and in verse, I'm going to start at 11. And, it's, and it just says the name of the, the name of the first river is Pishon. It winds through the entire land of Havilah. One of my clients has the name. Their name of their company is Pishon in Pishon and Havla, where there is gold. <laughs> Wait a second. The name of the first river is Pishon, 
Hold on, I'm going to back up. I'm going to read verse number 10. A river watering the garden flow through, throw through Eden from where there, from where it is separated into four headwaters. So it's talking about flowing here. It's talking about, it, see, river. It's talking about something flowing. In the, and then the next thing we get to is the flowing of gold. It's saying the name of these rivers is called Pichon and Havla, where there is gold, where there is riches. Now, here's the thing. Did they need them? No, we didn't need them. Here's the thing. We don't need to be rich. God didn't need them to be rich. They just, that that was just in the experience that they would have. They would have everything that was available to them. We're getting there. All right. So, and then in verse 12, it says, the gold of the land is good. Oh, my goodness. The gold is good. You know how back when you were young and back when I was young in church, I, I listen, I went to church school all my life, grade one to eight, grade nine to 12. And then I even went to a Christian college. That's 16 years. No one ever talked about being rich from the biblical perspective. And I'm sitting there like, that's why I was in school. That's what I wanted to learn. That's why, that's who I knew I had to become, but I didn't know how. But yet they were telling me that the Bible was a, a, a really good book and the Bible was this and the Bible was that, but I didn't understand it. And no one would show it to me. That's why you need mentors. That's why you need people in your life that, that can help you to decode first. A mentor helps us. Different from a coach, but a mentor, a mentor can just tell you what something is. A mentor can just say, hey, here's how to do it. Just listen, this is how I'm doing it. You should do it this way. Like, uh, like a mentor gives, just gives it to us. The gold of the land is good. Aromic resin and onyx are also there. Wow. Not just gold. Other fine materials are there that represent riches. God wants you to be rich. I said it here in 2024, January 13th. God wants you to be rich. And look, at the end of the day, if you don't even aspire to be rich, aspire to be rich for your family. Don't worry about you then. If you say to yourself, Jay, I don't need to have money. Well, don't want it then. Don't want it for yourself. Want it for your family. Because today in Proverbs chapter 13, in verse 22, what does it say? It says, a good man. Nineveh says, a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children. But, <laughs> see, a lot of people waiting for the but. A lot of people are sitting around waiting for the train. Wait, just waiting. Well, I'm just hoping that man, the sinner's wealth got to get transferred at some point. Well, you better make sure you're in the way of it. You better make sure that river flows to you. Now, here's the thing. You know, I'm doing this push-up challenge this month. And yesterday I posted, I posted on um on Facebook. I said, um, you know, I'm doing it this month, but until what does that mean? Until next month, we're gonna do it again. And then we're going to do it again. And then we're going to do it again. Why? Because why would you stop? You know what? I Back in 20, did I tell you back in 2019, 2018? No, 2018. It was 18. It was 18. It was one of those years. 
I can't remember. I was doing a thousand push-ups a month. A thousand push-ups a day. I'm sorry. Now I had to work up to it. It was hard. Like 500 is hard. But I, I mean, I literally had to figure out how I could do a thousand push-ups. I first said, I'm gonna do a thousand push-ups. Did I know how to do it? I know how to do push-ups, but I didn't know how to do a thousand of them in, in a day. And I just, and then after like a week, I figured out a framework. I was like, oh my goodness, I could do a thousand. How? And this is how I figured out how to do it. I said, man, if I just do 10 push-ups, I'm gonna do 10 push-ups. I'm gonna set a timer. I'm gonna do 10 push-ups, but for I'm gonna do 10 push-ups a minute. No, it doesn't take me a minute to do 10 push-ups. I just do the 10 and I wait. I wait. So in 10 minutes, I could have a hundred done. So that means if I can have 100 done in 10 minutes, then that means in 100 minutes, I could less than two hours in a day. That, that means I got to give up time. In less than two hours in a day, I could, it, I could easily get it done. And I started doing that. But then I said, well, can I go further? Then I started, then I started doing 100. I, I started doing 150 push-ups in five minutes. That's when I was really rolling. I was doing 150 push-ups in five minutes. What I was doing was I would do, I think it was 30. Yeah, I would do 30 straight. I would do 30 straight in that same minute. And then I, and then it, it, it may take me like 30 seconds, 35. Like the first set would be the easiest. The sec, first and second would be the easiest. By the time I'm getting to the... By the, by the time I'm getting to the third and the fourth and the fifth, I'm like doing 15, stopping 15. But I would finish in less than five, maybe six minutes, I would have 150 push-ups done. I was like, oh my goodness. Wow. And I started doing a thousand push-ups. But then what happened was I got tired of it. I, started, I went on something else. But I realized, I know why I've, I did not accomplish what I wanted. I didn't bring you in with me. Come with me on this journey. Come with me on the push-up journey. Guys, we're going to add other things in, but right now we're just doing push-ups. Come with me, man. You're, this is going to, this, your life, your physical health is going to be, I'm telling you what's going to happen. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be unrecognizable in your health, your physical health, at least not your, it may not be your mental health yet, but your physical health. All right, let's keep going. So they talk about the sinner's wealth being stored up, but look, I'm not waiting for the sinner's wealth, right? What I'm doing is preparing myself now by having a mindset of, you know what, I should be rich. Why? Because God put gold in the gold in the land. He put all the stuff there. So he put it in the experience because if we went to heaven, remember streets of gold, you know, we're talking about, you know, stuff in heaven, you know, mansions, everybody got mansions. Like, like you've heard those songs and stuff. Um, so if that's true, then I'm going to say, well, I should be rich now. I was born to be rich. I was born to control the resources that are within the, the purpose for which I was created. See, guys, it all comes down to purpose, the reason. Why did God create you? So if, if, if we focus more on why God created us, which forces us, to move into personal development, we must have we must personally develop ourselves beyond what we already know about ourselves. See, because what we know about ourselves is the things that 
the things that we've already done. Like, you know, I've got a degree and I'm this and I'm that and I'm, you know, I've got a family. But then it's just like, well, something's missing. Why? Because something is missing because we have not developed ourselves to the point where we know the God in us. There's, there's a God in you. We all have a God in us. And that God in us is a different experience of God. And he wants that to come out of you. He wants that to come out of me. That's why, that's why I do what I do. That's why I do this podcast every day. Because this is a part of the, the God experience. I already know that I'm, I'm, I'm a doctor. I always wanted to be a doctor, but I am a doctor. I help solve money problems fast. I help solve money problems fast. So I'm a doctor in the realm of money, in the realm of people becoming rich. You know, it's interesting because the thing that you're the thing that you're going after is the thing that, that you know the thing that you've been created to do for others it's not just for you i've been going after it and i realized wait a second see this isn't just for me this is for everybody but i had to add to search for it it says in the word of god when you listen when you search for him with all your heart and all your mind that's when you will find it Knock and the door will be open. Seek and you will find. Yes. See, at the end of the day, guys, we were all created for more. How do I know that? <laughs> you want to know how I know it? <laughs> My last name is Moore. And it, it was apparent to me when I finally figured it out that my name, the names that I carry. And you no, know, it's crazy, right? Because I'm in the process of potentially changing my names across social media to my name, Jafith. See, because I realized that if I want to, as well, not this, to be influential online, I'm going to have to have my real name associated with my profiles. Why? Because I cannot be verified unless my name on the profile is the same name as on my driver's license or in the record, the real records. And I was, I'm like, wow, I've been going by Jay all these years and now I'll change it to Japheth because today is the day that people know why you were created. Like people have to know why you were created. I was created for more. That's my last name. I was created for enlargement. That's my first name. Enlargement. I was created for enlargement and more. And then he enlarged me in height. He took me, he took me from here to here and says, if you, if you miss everything else around you, if you miss everything else, You'll see that I made you tall for a reason. Mom, mom, dad, not tall. Brothers aren't tall. No one's tall except me. I'm not saying there's not a recessive gene in there. Some, there's a recessive gene in there somewhere. But it just seems like when I'm around family, I'm head and shoulders above most. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, God wants you to be rich, not just to be rich, not just to say that you have all this stuff and you can do this thing. No, he wants you to enrich his people. He wants you to take what he's given you and distribute it amongst those who need it. I had a friend of mine um, say that, I guess with the push-up challenge that, oh yeah, this is a good ministry. And I said to myself, I never thought of it as a ministry until he said it. I'm like, wow, that is, it is a ministry. Now, it's not a ministry in the sense of what we have believed ministry to be. Ministry is just how you serve. That's all it is. So how do you serve? How can you serve yourself? And I'm going to leave you this last thing. There's so much in Proverbs 13. I only highlighted one verse today. Like I could do a, a talk on just on probably at least five or six verses in here. Um, but today was about the money, man, because I'm the money guy. Um, but when you're talking about serving, I want you to think of it from the standpoint of a, of, of a seed. Let's start with the seed. How many apples are in the seed? Well, we got an apple tree that's in the seed. Now, here's the thing. If there's an apple tree in the seed, and then there's apples that come off of that tree, then that means it's an unlimited seed. The seed can produce over one seed will produce a number that you can't number. One, just one seed. So you're the one seed. You, you're one seed. And so because we serve, we take our gifts, we take who we are, and we serve that up to the, to the people, what happens is we are sowing seeds of ourselves into other people, which then allows them to grow. See, because they're not going to be just like us. They can become like, think about it. We, we live because we have, we, we have think, seeds and we can eat apples and oranges and mangoes and, you know, and all these things. So their lives become richer. So even if you don't get the money, God wants you to be rich. He wants you to be rich in substance. God wants you to be rich in, in, in giving. God wants you to be rich in service. God wants you to be rich in, in love. And God wants us to be rich in kindness. God wants us to be rich in all of the stuff that enriches people. So, yeah, I made a twist on it right here at the end. But you, you know that God is not an either or God. He's a plus God. So he wants you to do that. And he wants you to do that. So you don't ever think that you have to choose when it comes to God. God, God wants you to have it all. But it starts with the seed that we are. He says, be fruitful, multiply, subdue and have dominion. So that's the part. Take the seed, produce the fruit, multiply the fruit, subdue around you so that you will live in the purpose that God gave you, which is to dominate. That's your purpose. That's what the word of God says. But in the meantime, let's make sure we leave an inheritance for our children's children, because at some point we're not going to be here. But what will they have that we left? Could it, would it be money? Would it be houses? Would it be your words? Would it be books? Would it be just a way that they can learn about you? All of those things. 
That's why God wants you to be rich. So I appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. Look, listen, subscribe to the podcast right here on, on, on YouTube. If you're watching it there, if you're watching it on Facebook, please go to YouTube and subscribe to the Healthy Accountant. Um, that way, that look, 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 we're trying to get to at least 100,000 people this year. So, you know, 100,000, we're at about 2,100 subscribers. Look, please be a part of the community. Yes, yes, I'm saying please, please be a part of the community um, because we need people like you that will listen to these messages and then share it with other people so that other people can also um, become rich as well. Lastly, join the push-up challenge for this this month um, and until it stops, which it may never stop. So the push-up challenge is this. It's 10 to 500 push-ups a day. Right now, I'm at a max of 500. At some point, I may go to 1,000, but right now, I'm at 500. So at least 10 push-ups a day. That's 300 push-ups for the month if you only did 10. If you did 20, oh my goodness, it's going up to 240, 30, 360, 40, 480, 50. Oh, come on, 600. Let's go, guys. Imagine what could happen to your experience, your body experience, if you did it. Join us. Head on over to Facebook if you, if you're in, on YouTube and if you're on Facebook, thank you for being a part of this. Let me know in the comments that you are going to join and how many push-ups you're going to do every day. Yep, it's already the 13th. Does it matter? Does it matter where you start? It's all about where we finish. And here's the thing: the the game isn't over. The game is not over until we finish. All right, guys, that's it for today, but God bless you. I will see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.